Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You're listening to The Extra Point Show with Sal Capaccio and Sneaky Joe DiBiase on WGR Sports Radio 550. Knicks keeps underneath Troy Franklin to the outside. Franklin lowers his shoulder. He's in. Touchdown, Oregon. The wide receiver train is moving forward every day in full effect. How long has this train been going on? How many years now? Like four? Officially, probably more like two. The The sentiment's been around for four, but I think the train itself, probably two, I think. Well, we're going to have a guy on now to talk all about it because we got to tell our guy, Emery Hunt, who's joined us many times before here on WGR. I mean, and do I, I can't pull up Emery and. Emery here, do you have him on there? Sorry about that. Sorry, Emery, hold on. There we go. There's our guy, Emery Hunt, on the Wester Hotline. Emery, we have a um, we have a thing our morning show host, Jeremy White, has coined the wide receiver train over the last couple of years, but especially here this year because he is on this train. He wants, and we all believe the Bills need to add a wide receiver. So we're going to talk a lot about wide receivers with you, buddy. And by the way, I hope you're doing well, my man. I appreciate you guys having me on. It's uh, great to be on talking about uh, football once again, because again, it's, it's that time. It never ends over here, to be honest. Yeah. Hey, Emery, let's do one second. We're going to disconnect with you. We're going to reconnect. Uh, we have a little bit of a bad connection, so we'll get that. Yeah, I remember the wide receiver train last year. I remember the wide yep, I thought I remember it two years ago. Year, and probably two years ago, because that's the draft class with. That's not the Metcalf A.J. Brown draft class, is it? No, that is the Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith. Okay, I know that we were definitely talking about it then because I remember being very in on the idea of Elijah Moore. And more so, earlier than that, Rondell Moore. I was obsessed wow. with Rondell Moore. And that, Those are some names. That's fine. I'm kind of glad they didn't do that. He's just kind of a gadget guy, I feel like, in the league. But I can tell you for sure we were talking about it then because I was obsessed with Rondell Moore, that whole draft class. We could go all the way back to 2014 and Sammy Watkins and trading up for him, and then Odell goes after Sammy Watkins, and he turns out to be who he was. Yep. But that was all about getting EJ weapons. That was all about you know helping out your hopeful franchise quarterback. And then the year after, we were definitely doing it because I remember wanting Jamison Williams, and yep. he's fine. 
And uh, not, not we, amazing, but. we should have a better connection with Emery. Emery, we apologize about that. And of course, you can find Emery Hunt at CBS Sports HQ, and he is on Twitter at F Ball Game Plan. So, welcome back in. Good to talk with you again. And we are definitely on the wide receiver train. It's a good year to be on the wide receiver though train, though, isn't it, Emery? Oh, absolutely. You, you have a smorgasbord of, of types of wide receivers that you're looking for. You want someone vertical. There's those. You want someone as versatile. You have a bunch of those guys and. There's always a bevy of slot receivers as well. So this is a great year, I feel like, for any type of wide receiver. All right, so let's run through some of those flares. Let's say the Bills – okay, I'm going to go back to two weeks ago, Emery. General Manager Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott spoke to the media. They talked about explosive plays, all right? So we're not talking about move the chain guys here. We're talking about explosive type of players. Where should the Bills be maybe looking at or fans be thinking about pick number 28, explosive type of wide receivers who might be around and fit the bill? Well, it's tough now because you can kind of figure out, okay, where are these guys are going to go? We know every year there's a run on certain positions, which tend to push other positions down to war where other teams select. And it's the gift and the curse of Buffalo because you're, you're always good. So you're always picking feels, feels like between 20 to 32, right? So, it's going to be interesting to see where the run goes, but obviously you want guys like a Keon Coleman out of Florida State who can just really go up and get the football and, and plays above the rim like you, you kind of want him to. Um, you kind of want your receiver soon. I think pairs perfectly with to, to what they have already on the roster. Um, and, and to be honest, I, I know I just came off the Shrine Bowl and the, the Senior Bowl, but I'm a big fan of what I've seen so far from uh, Michigan's wide receiver, Cornelius Johnson. I know everyone's talking about the other Michigan receiver, and justifiably so, but Cornelius Johnson was someone that worked well with his routes, got open consistently, caught the football, whether you know at the intermediate level or deeper down the field. So for me, um, those two guys just initially stood out as top-tier type guys. You know, maybe James Thrash, another one out of Louisville at the Senior Bowl, was a, a really good a receiver has the explosiveness that you look for to go out there and track the football. When it comes to guys that performed at the Senior Bowl, especially, but you mentioned the Shrine Bowl as well, did anybody do well for their stock that maybe could get into that late first-round area or second round? Because that's really, I think, where we think, Emory, that the Bills are going to target receivers. They're going to do it early and not wait on it. So did anybody kind of shoot into the, the that first day and – first couple of rounds at that position? Well, you know, Dez Walker is someone that to keep an eye on out of North Carolina. I know he kind of got started late this season because of the NCAA issues. Uh, but, you know, when he was out there on the field, he was impressive. So, for me, that, that's someone that, that can definitely – I can see getting into that talk. But if we're talking versatility, and I know he may not go in round one, uh, maybe not even round two, but I was a big fan of what I saw from Luke McCaffrey from Rice. Obviously, he's a brother of – you know, Christian McCaffrey, we know the, the McCaffreys are an athletic family. And this is someone who has played quarterback, has played wide receiver. He can carry the football as well as a running back if you want him to. And he can play any one of the three wide receiver spots. So that's someone that I think could, could definitely find himself uh, rising his stock as we move through the process, especially after coming off what I expect him to do. Uh, in Indy at the at the combine, and Lad McConkey is another one. For whatever reason, he just gets open and is deep down the field. He's he's explosive, and I said this before, and people thought I was making a one to one comparison, but it's not a one to one. It's just from a stylistic standpoint. He reminds me a lot of what we used to see from Lance Allward. You know, 
uh, you know, Bambi, how, how light he is on his feet and just really just flies out of his cut, tracks the ball well, and he's another one that had a really good uh, performance at the Senior Bowl. At the top of the wide receiver, I'm curious because we had Chris Trapasso, your colleague, on. He has Malik Neighbors over Marvin Harrison Jr. I don't think that's a... I don't think that's a outlandish take. I think I've seen a couple other people there, but where do you have like the top three or three or four guys if the Bills were to say, you know what, we're going to go all in and we're going to trade up to see if one of these guys, if they start to fall, where would you have this this group, the top three or four guys? Well, I, uh, full disclosure, you know, I agree to a thousand. I haven't even gotten to receivers yet, so this statement is just coming off what I've seen uh, live and in passing, but that's not too far off what Chris is talking about. Neighbors, here's the thing. It's like comparing, if you know, everyone is talking about Marvin Harrison Jr. and, and, and Malik Neighbors, Neighbors are just probably so. So uh, it's like you, you pick your poison. Who you Would you rather Larry Fitzgerald? Would you rather Jamar Chase? They're both outstanding wide receivers. So it's all about preference. And for me, Neighbors is someone that I agree with Chris. When you feel like you watch Neighbors, he can play all three positions. He's dynamic with the ball in his hand. So it doesn't require you to throw the ball deep for him to have success. He can run a curl route, take that curl 70 yards down the field for a touchdown, and he also can win deep and at the intermediate level. I do feel like Harrison, and again, this is just, just off live viewing, Harrison is, is a really good receiver outstanding prospect. We know he can win above the rim, but I feel like he's sort of one-dimensional in, in what he brings to the table. He's more of a vertical guy, and that's fine, but with neighbors, you just have to be able to get the football to him at any capacity, and he'll do the rest. So, and Keon Coleman is another one that's just a freak athlete. I'm always shocked that he got away from LSU because he's a Baton Rouge kid, um, and so he's he went to Florida State. Um, you know, did exceptionally well out there, and he's another one that that just really just pops on camera, uh, on film when you're watching the games live. Even when he was at Michigan State, just how excellent he is at timing his jump going up above the rim and just plucking the football out of the air. So if Buffalo's going to gamble, any one of those three is well worth the gamble. I noticed you didn't uh, – I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about guys like Tony Franklin, Brian Thomas. These guys are guys that are mocked to the Bills you know, in different mock drafts. What about their fit and what the Bills are looking for maybe here? Well, Thomas is another one that's intriguing because as you're watching LSU, you're watching this, this bigger receiver – that does the same things as Malik Neighbors. You know, he's just in the bigger package. He's another one that can take a short pass and, and, and you know, take it along. He's very good after the catch. And both guys, to me, have that C.D. Lamb quality where they're catching the football and then they're looking to score. So they're weaving through the defense. They're cutting back against the grain. Guys like that you want, man, because that shows a level of hustle, a level of want to. And that's the type of the receiver that you want you can win with. And, and so – yeah, I mean, Brian Thomas is another one. Again, large hands, large catch radius, big body wide receiver um, that can go out there and win at different levels of the field. Emery Hunt on the West Her Hotline. When it comes to some of the other positions, safety and defensive line come to mind for Bill's needs. Um, does it feel like those are positions where they'll have options? Same thing, like kind of in the first couple of rounds and even in round one? Again, I I've just started my grading process, and you know, so I, I have no clue of all the names mm-hmm. that are available. But based off what I've seen so far on the All Star Game circuit, um, I like the defensive line. You know, there's guys that can mm-hmm. 
obviously in this era of football, you got to be able to play across the front. Um, and I've seen interior guys that get quick pressure. I've seen guys on the outside do a great job working with their hands. Um, and, and just thinking about what I saw last at the Senior Bowl, Gabe Hall was someone that really stood out to me out of Baylor. Um, measured in at 6'5", 298. So throughout the week they had him playing, you know, inside over the guard, you know, either as a shade or a three. And he was winning there consistently. But when you watch him, you're like, man, this guy can play a five technique. He can play on the outside as a seven. Um, he's built a lot like Chris Jones. He's a tremendous athlete. So I'm excited to see how he continues to move through this process. And then you go to someone like Jordan Miller, who I saw at the Shrine Bowl, you know, a, a squattier defensive lineman, these interior defensive tackle that gets quick interior push consistently. Someone like the, the Wayne Carter out of Duke, you know, it's funny about him. He was a baseball player coming into Duke. That's why he was going to Duke because they would let him play baseball and <laughs> football, but he stuck with football. And he's another one that, that can play across the front end. Layatu Latu is someone that I, I've been a fan of. When I did this this Bears mock midseason, um, what I would do with the first and fourth pick, obviously I would keep Justin Fields. I said I'll take you know Harrison Jr. first, and I'm taking Latu fourth. This was before the um, the trades for Montez Sweat. So Latu can he has the juice off the edge. He has a twitch, and his body type, to be honest, is built a lot like Jalen Phillips was when he was coming out of UCLA and also Miami. So we know the frame can add more weight combined with his quickness, his twitch, and his ability to win with multiple have you know multiple ways into the quarterback. That's another defensive end that's that's very impressive. Before I let you go, Emery, what's your take on this top of this year's quarterback class? I mean, Caleb Williams number one. I've read some things where. People thinking Drake May could fall. I, I'm a big Drake May and, fan. And I saw you, I think I saw you tweeting about it too, but there were a lot of people. Spencer Rattler also, yeah. and what he did maybe for himself last week? Yeah, it, right now it's, it's Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Spencer Rattler as my one, two, three. Um, and to throw in the, the fourth one, I, I'm a big Jordan Travis guy. I hate that he got injured because we wouldn't have got, we would have got to see him in the, in the playoffs too. Um, and Drake May is right now my QB five. And the thing is, there's two guys that I would take high in the draft. And that's Caleb Williams and Jake Daniels. Everyone else you're kind of talking about maybe late first, early second, definitely. Um, but I do like Spencer Rattler as my QB three, because I think people got enamored with Caleb Williams and forgot how good Rattler was early in his career. And there's no downside to losing your job to potential number one overall pick and a Heisman trophy winner. Um, but I think, a lot of people used the down years, the down year at Oklahoma and forgot about him and wrote him off. But when you watch South Carolina, the last six games of 22 and this whole season, despite the offensive line issues, Spencer Rattler played really good football. And for what, what I've heard uh, through interviews um, when I was out there at Mobile that other people did, he's taking ownership of what happened at Oklahoma. The one thing that he kept talking about was how he's grown and he's mature. He sounds mature. I feel like someone's going to get themselves a gem uh, in Spencer Rattler because he still has all of the arm talent that you want uh, to throw off platform, and he showcased that all throughout the week down in Mobile. Emery, thanks a lot, man. What do you got going on this year as far as the draft? You have I know you always put together a publication. You got uh, Obviously, people can follow you on Twitter and things like that. Yeah, uh, listen, people can pre-order the draft guide. Over 1,000 individual prospects we're talking about uh, once again. Uh, footballgamesland.com slash 2024 
draft guide. I'll be out in Vegas Wednesday through the Super Bowl for CBS Sports, and I'll be all across draft coverage as well throughout the combine and leading up to and through the NFL draft. All right. Thanks a lot, Emery. We always appreciate you, buddy. We'll catch up down the road. Appreciate you guys. All right. You got it. And uh, we apologize for a little choppiness there, but, uh, you know, hopefully passable. You could hear what he was saying about some of that stuff. Football game plan uh, guide 2024 for the draft right there. Joe, interesting. We're talking quarterback. The Bills don't need a quarterback. Mm -hmm. They do need a backup quarterback. They don't need a starter. Mm -hmm. They need a backup. Kyle Allen's going to be a free agent. Would you like to run it back with Kyle Allen or another veteran? Or is this, are we to the maybe point where, hey, you got 10 draft picks, we think, you know, that's what it's going to be. Uh-huh. Maybe it's time to bring in a young guy. I'd throw work a... Under uh, Sha- work under Josh Allen. I'd throw a fifth or later pick at it. Six-round pick, seven, they've, they have, don't they have three-sixths and two-sevenths? Yeah, they do have Shane Buschel, and Shane is under Shane contract. Buschel. They signed him to a uh, futures contract. Mm-hmm. He is a younger guy. That could be your development guy. That's a one-year deal, but yeah. the advantage of getting a quarterback in the draft is you get him on a four-year contract and you can have him and develop him and if you think he's draft worthy then obviously he's good enough to be able to play in the league yeah at the same time the veteran guys last year did pretty well when Mm -hmm. pressed into duty that's right really and i think all of the guys i'm about to mention are going to be available joe flacco did really well at the end for cleveland gardner Minshew all year i don't i think he would be too expensive for the Bills, because he's probably seen as a high-end backup in the league. Had the Colts in contention all the way through. I mean, my guy Tyrod did better than Daniel Jones did last year when he was pressed into duty. I don't think, you know, I don't know if there would be a reunion there. Josh Dobbs, for half the year, did really well. And these are all veteran pieces that can probably had be had for cheap. So, I would really be open to almost anything, though. Like... The, the rookie route, there are benefits to that, and I wouldn't mind that idea at all. But, again, you had a lot of evidence last year where backup quarterbacks had to come in and didn't really embarrass themselves. And if the Bills wanted to go that route again, I would not have a problem with it at all. Bills still need a quarterback's coach as well. We talked about a little while ago today. They have do not have that position yet on staff as far as an official title. Every other position, they have a coach on staff on officially. Now, things could change, but right now they don't have an actual quarterback's coach. And as far as I can tell, that's not going to be the double duty for Joe Brady unless they add that on later. But right now he's just a uh, the offensive coordinator, quote-unquote, just the offensive coordinator. One of the guys on staff, his name is Mark Lubick. Mark Lubick has the title assistant quarterback's coach in game management. I tweeted this out, and then we had John. John on Twitter says, game management is still not good. I would try and find someone better than Lubick. Is that true? Is game management not good? You're into this stuff more than I am. You look at the analytics, the Ben Baldwin stuff. I wanted to fire back and go, no, I think it's been pretty good compared to the rest of the league over the last couple of years. The fourth down decision-making definitely is. Yeah. The other things that factor in there, challenges, I think McDermott usually is not on the positive end of that. But that's such a minor thing. I mean, how often, how many t- challenges yeah. does this guy have in a year? Like five, right? And he was like oh um, for a long time, and yeah. then he then they finally won a couple at the end of the year. Um, would the twelve men on the field fall into that category? Or would that be more on the special teams coordinator? I think that I don't think that's game management. Okay. I guess you could say I think game management is more like is you're clock, deciding something, clock decision making, yeah. analytics, okay, stuff like that. Because on that front, I feel like the Bills are in pretty good shape. I I, yeah. I don't have much of a problem with where they're at. I think McDermott is 
doing better than most coaches. I mean, a lot of those charts show that he's near the top of the league at knowing when to go for it, knowing when to punt, when to kick field goals. Um, it's not perfect. I mean, you could pick it apart and find sure. a bunch of examples of where I would have liked to see th- something different. But no, I don't think it's. I don't think it's the reason why. In this instant, they didn't get over the Kansas City Chiefs. Sure, there's one example of where you could say that, but this is not first the first AFC title game they went to. That I was going to say right? the second, obviously 13 seconds at the end too. Sure, sure. sure. Um, and that's more game planny stuff too. Anyway, the first one was right. They they kicked a field goal to go down nine at the end of the half. Since then, I haven't really had much of a problem with like them kicking field goals versus going forward versus, and then they go for it. There's a game. I always point out this one example that gets forgotten about when they went to Foxborough behind the Patriots in the AFC East in 2021. They came out and went for fourth down. I think on their first three drives, and scored right. two touchdowns. Yes, because of it. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I, I, I think. I mean, of course. Yeah, there could always be decisions. I mean, look at Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's the poster child for being amazing and awesome and aggressive. And then he has one in the in the championship game where he doesn't, well. and people. Get upset at him. Yeah. Did you know, by the way, going into that, part, and part of this, I think, is factored into, I wonder if this is more factored into teams with their own stuff on this rather than like just what you can look up for like win probability. The Lions on fourth and three or, short, or shorter this season were 17 of 20. Of course Dan Campbell was going to go for it. It mm-hmm. wasn't just that. The math said that that was the right call. It was his team in that situation this year was 17 out of 20. I like it. I, that's that's less guy in your ear says 52% versus 48%. That's my offense succeeds in this situation almost all the time. Of course I'm going for it. There's no decision to be made. So that's what got him there. And, you know. I, all the power to him. I think Dan Campbell also, by the way, what happened with Brandon Staley was he used to do stuff like that, and then he, for whatever reason, backed off. Whether yeah, it was the criticism right, right. or whether it was ownership that came to him and said, knock it off, whatever happened, Staley completely changed. Do and, we know? And I don't. Th- I think Dan Campbell's a strong enough personality. Mm-hmm. You can criticize him all you want. Dan Campbell's <laughs> going to do what Dan Campbell <laughs> wants right. to do. Yeah. Do we know where Jim Harbaugh is on this? Like, is there, is there stuff? I know college I is different, know. but... I don't know, actually. You know. And I don't know that I want to just look up what he did <laughs> right. 10 years ago, because no. I think a lot's changed since then. What about, would you care what he did in college on this, or would it be, eh, I, can, I can't glean anything Maybe not, that. because I think college... You don't have as good a field goal kickers either. I think there's right. pretty good, though. I don't even... I, don't I think know you're also... Up and down. If the whole league is more... And I think this is probably true in college with that stuff, especially the Big Ten. I mean, they're playing Iowa, scoring six points a game. When the when the the league and the that you're playing in is more conservative in nature, I think you're going to be more likely to lean that way. So, I might guess that that's not going to be something Harbaugh is, you know, that aggressive in. But I don't know. He's got other areas of his personality where he is pretty aggressive, so maybe it's possible. There's been some other interesting coaching hires over the weekend we'll get to when we come back. Sal Capaccio, Sneaky Joe DiBiase. It's the Extra Point Show. Hope you're starting off your... Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, 
Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Week and your Monday really well. We're glad you're with us today here on WGR. At this point where I am, I kind of let everybody feel how they feel, you know what I'm saying? It's not an opinion-based business, it's a money-based business and a number-based business. So for me, I try to leave the personal out of it, you know what I'm saying? My personal relationship is my personal relationship. It's for the people outside of a relationship to kind of speculate or kind of like draw conclusions or kind of figure it out as they go. People that's involved in the, between the two people or anybody else involved are the people that know. So for me, you know, I get tired of <laughs> the same story over and over. It is what it is, you know what I'm saying? For everybody else, it's a new off-season for you to play around with. I mean, decipher the code. <laughs> I think Biggs. that was him. That was him being asked whether he'll be a Bill next year, and that was the answer. And he went in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Well, it's, I take my personal and the financial, and you got to talk to this, and it's a new off season, and okay, uh, it's just more stuff for us to left. Look at the the NFL is the ultimate soap opera, right? It really is a true life soap opera. That's what it is all the time, every day. We have more of this coming out. This whole Ben Johnson, Washington Commanders thing that's going on. You see this? Yeah. Ben Johnson and how he left them at the altar, essentially. They're very mad. Yeah. They were on a flight. The yeah, Commanders so what... were on a flight to Michigan. And he, his agent told them he's out. He wanted to. The Commanders are making it sound like, or trying to, I think, through this athletic piece that just came out, make it sound like he just wanted too much money. That he was holding mm. us hostage for too much money. Mm. And then, by the way, what's also in here is that, I mean, that poor uh, Dan Quinn, you know, they're getting buried out here because the commanders wanted Ben Johnson. They're flying out to get him. Okay, well, now that just fell through. Embarrassing. What the heck? We didn't get our guy. What'd they do? They circled back around and said, okay, we think we're going to get Mike McDonald. And the Seahawks came in at the 11th hour and offered him more money that the commanders were not willing to match. So they lost Mike McDonald. Now they go to Dan Quinn. Third option. They wanted Ben Johnson. Um, Washington thought it was a lock hire. I mean, he really, it sounds like, it sounds like they are trying to do cleanup duty, and I don't know how good of a job they're doing it, because it kind of sounds to me like same old Washington. Same old Washington in that just, there's there's communication issues here, uh-huh. and what do you mean you're not willing to match I mean, if you really wanted him as your A game, like how come the money the, is still up in the air when you're on the flight to go to go get him? Well, there was another thing I read over the weekend where coming from like there's there's a lot of he said he said going on here. There's a yes, there's right. A lot, there's a, yeah. there was something else I read over the weekend where 
Like people, like somebody from Johnson's side must have leaked that he just was not convinced that they were all about winning in football or something like that. Yeah, there was a right? little bit of that too. Yeah. And then there was nothing. He didn't interview well. I don't know. It is incredible drama when you think about it. Like what is going on here? I mean, it. At the end of the day, I don't know if anybody looks good coming out of all this, to be quite honest with you. Joe. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Go, if you go to Wikipedia and you type in however you want to do it, that's my easiest way. NFL head coaches. And you can go and you can sort them by when they're hired. So you have all the new coaches. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven new coaches in the NFL. Josh, let's play some NFL music if we can, all right? All right, Joe, we have seven new NFL coaches. All right, tell me when you have them all. Seven does not count uh, Antonio Pierce? It does. It does count him. We okay. have seven new full-time uh, – ho- oh, wait. Oh, wait. Would he co- come in at- – oh, eight. Eight. You're right. If, I'm going to go – Because I don't know what his hire date would count as. Eight new full-time coaches for next okay. year. All right? Let's rank them in order of who did the best job here for okay. whatever reason you want. Doesn't have to be because they got the best coach. Mm-hmm. They just did the best job. Maybe it was a bad job and they got a good coach. Something mm-hmm. like that, right? All right. Let's uh, let's sort through this. Okay. Mm, this might be tough on the fly. All right. All right. My, I, I'm going to start right. and go top. I'm going to go bottom of top. Eight. See if you agree with me on this one. Then you go next. Okay. I think the Carolina Panthers and Dave Canales, what in the world does that do for me? Dave Canales in Carolina? I don't know. Am I? I'm just hiring a guy in my division who did mm-hmm. a decent job with the offense but I'm not really kind of sure. And where where is this guy? What does he got? Uh, he was with Seattle. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he did a nice job with Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can get behind that. Maybe I'm just penalizing the team and what they don't have too much here. But it doesn't bit. inspire me at all. I wouldn't put it last. Okay. But it's not my favorite. He also, uh, two things, he's a handsome man. That's for sure. <laughs> And also, he's got a bit of a strange admission in a book about oh. him and his wife. Really, I haven't he read is, that he yet. Is a, he has an addiction, uh, not like a not like a serious one. Okay, that is kind of funny and like weird that someone would be willing to admit it. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll leave it there. If you if you now really you have me intrigued, go, you can go. Find he it. might have risen up my board after this, but go ahead. Um, I wouldn't put that last. Who would you put last? I. I think I'd put the Commanders with Dan. Okay, I can get behind this. Maybe I would even flip after thinking about this. And part of it is what we just went through, that he's their third choice. I've seen him as a head coach before. Not all that impressed. And the last time we saw him, his defense in Dallas got lit up. 48 points by the the Packers in a playoff Uh game. Yeah, I I think Dan Quinn's going to be my last choice, in, in part because he was the Commanders. Third you know what? I'll I'll agree with you. We'll go eight. Dan Quinn. Will you use yours? Seven. Will you go Canales seven, or sure. do you want to put him higher? No, I'll go Canales seven. Okay, that's fine. Who's next? What team did the best job, worst mm. job, whatever they got here? You got Antonio Pierce, Raheem Morris, Jim Harbaugh, Gerard Mayo, Mike McDonald on the list. I personally am tempted to go Gerard Mayo here. Ooh. Okay. But I don't know if I. it's even an indictment for me on Mayo. It's just that the Patriots deciding to just, mm-hmm. we'll go with the Belichick coach tree, just keep it in-house. I don't know. Wasn't the right idea for them to just start fresh, rip the Band-Aid off? But I guess he was always in line to be the guy there. If it's not him, I, I it's, it's between Mayo and Morris what for about, me personally. What about Brian Callahan? I'd go a little higher with him. Okay. 
Same thing for him, though. He's not he's not someone that really excites me, even though he's... Mm-hmm. Well, I guess he wasn't the play caller in Cincinnati. He was Zach Taylor. Um, I'd go Mayo, personally, but I'm don't, I don't have a... Dis- I'm not decisive, I guess, about anybody here. I hear what you're saying on Mayo, and I don't know. I'm going to go Mayo. I'll, I'll agree there, and I'm going to go Callahan next. Okay. Good because I just don't... I don't know much about him from an offensive philosophy standpoint and what they're getting, other than, again, he worked under Zach Taylor, who yep. worked under Sean McVay. That's and one had, of those two degrees of separation from Sean McVay. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be one of those. I just, He had to, he was in the building when Joe Burrow became Joe yes, Burrow, so yes. you kind of just get the job that way. But if you look at his career before that, there's really nothing. I mean, there, he's 39, so there's not a long career in the first place. But Lions quarterback coach, Raiders quarterback coach with Carr and, you know, the end of Stafford there who were already kind of proven guys. I mean, he was around when Burrow became Burrow. So, like, all right, he gets a crack at it, but we'd never see him as a play caller. Um, so I definitely have questions, especially because, real quick, Cincinnati's not really a scheming offense. They're kind of a line... For as much as they said this about the Bills' defense, they're a little bit of a lineup-and-play offense and <laughs> right. just win by their talent. So I don't know how well a coach from that tree is going to do. We'll see. Quinn, Canales, Mayo, Callahan. How about four? I think I might go Raheem Morris. Okay. I've already seen it. It wasn't amazing. Um, I give them credit for going outside the box here, what people thought. I do like that. Because everyone thought they were going to go so he, he and, and there were other guys they brought in, but he must have been... Yeah. Really, really impressive. I guess he also has had a relationship with the owner yep. for a couple of years. He uh-huh. actually, how often does this happen? He was their interim coach three years ago. Oh, wow. And then left and then came back. Okay. Not not as an indictment against him. He went to L.A. You're right. They had a good defense when they won the Super Bowl. Um, 2020, yep. So, so that's one of those deals where you're like, I've always liked this guy. He left the building. We'd love to have him back someday. That's a, that's a good That's a good endorsement from a team when, you, when they go that way. Yep, that's right? true. I like that. I like I like when that happens. Um, okay, so Morris, number four. Number three, what do we have left? We have Jim Harbaugh, Mike mm-hmm. McDonald, mm-hmm. and Antonio Pierce. I'd go Pierce here. Okay. I mean, I think that's kind of what they had to do, especially they had the same situation a couple years ago, and they think made the wrong choice when they went for Josh McDaniels. Um, the guy that kind of turned things around, I feel like you kind of had to do it with Pierce. The players were really making it known. Yeah. Like, they wanted them. Yep. You might have had an issue on your hand. And, of course, you could, hey, you're under contract. You're the players. You go play, right? I get it. From what I've read about him, he is, and this might be good for the Raiders, he'll be kind of that CEO type. Like, you're not going to have him calling defensive plays. You're not going to have him, draw, like, building these insane right. uh, game plans. Although, he will do some of that, too. Um but I think the more the value that they're really getting is he's going to like be the leader of that organization. Back to uh, the previous conversation. Why did Shanahan bolt from there to go to the... Keep... Shanahan was going to be Shanahan? the Raiders. Uh, I'm sorry. Cliff Kingsbury, my Kingsbury, fault. Kingsbury. Kingsbury was going to be the Raiders. I don't that know. That was all the reporting. And then, bam, he's with, he, didn't, he withdrew to go to Washington. Do we know what happened there? Did Washington just come over the top and say, don't go there, we'll give you way more money? Was it, Maybe. I don't like my situation here? I mean, I don't know. It's kind of, again more drama here. Yeah, why that happened? I don't actually know. Other than, did they just do what? Ha- did they just do to the Raiders what happened to them? Well, what they what they think happened with Seattle, where they thought they were getting McDonald and Seattle came in at the eleventh hour and offered them more money? Did they just do the same thing to Cliff Kingsbury? Did those owners go, "Hey, I guess this happens in the league. Maybe we should try it." <laughs> 
He's going to the Raiders. Wait, call him. Maybe offer him an extra $2 million. <laughs> See if he comes. I'm guessing then Mike McDonald is two for you. Jim Harbaugh will be one. Ooh, you're, you're, you got this look on your face like you might go the other way. I think I might go. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Harbaugh, too. Wow. Okay. I really might. The yeah. universally lauded Jim Harbaugh. Oh, my God. Hit it out of the park. Home run. Chargers. They made it happen. Harbaugh's finally back. And Joe says, nope. He's the second best hire yeah. for what teams could have and what they did and how they went about it. Number one is Mike McDonald. Why? I mean, I've, I'm going to give the credit here to the likes of the Mina Kimeses of the world and the, the Ben Solaks, okay. um, Dan Orlovsky a little bit too. But Mina Kimes especially sold me on Mike McDonald and the okay. value he provided to the Ravens. Yeah. So what he can do, like he is the guy right now, more than Vic Fangio we thought was this. No. The guy right now that more than anybody has answers for the McDaniel, the Shanahan, mm. the McVay offense like this. is this guy. Yes. And he's also the youngest coach in the league. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit why I want to put it above Harbaugh. Because if Harbaugh goes really well for the Chargers, it might be it'll be good really good for them. What do you think? Five to ten years max? Which is I'm not saying that's not a bad thing, but you're not having him for forever. If Mike McDan- Mike McDonald, excuse me, is a yep. great head coach and he is as good defensively as they say, and he's going to be the next Pete Carroll, which they're talking about in Seattle, mm-hmm. I mean that guy's going to be could be their head coach for decades because of how young I mean, he is. He is kind I know of I'm like, giving him a lot of credit yeah, by yeah, saying yeah, that, yeah. but I, I, despite being the defensive mind, the what he has done to these offenses, I think is incredibly valuable. I like that thought, and I mean. 
as of right now, the NFC is not the harder conference to come out of. And if you can yeah. stop, if you can do some nice things there, you have a chance yeah. to get out of there. And also, I'm giving Jim Harbaugh a little bit of a downgrade to number two. Because okay. Is he doing the Belichick thing where he's just hiring the guys he knows? You're bringing Greg Roman in to be the offensive coordinator? Yeah, Did you just see that. how that went in Baltimore? Yeah. The guy can't... Des- has Greg Roman... Look, look up his career. Maybe I'm missing one. Has he ever had an efficient passing offense? We know he can design an offense around a running. Is he going to be the? Is he going to be the Chargers' offensive coordinator? That's the other thing. We don't know. He's going to be in a prominent role. Okay. I don't know what that means. That usually would sound like offensive coordinator. The guy can only design offenses around running quarterbacks. Right. That's what would scare me. What in the world is he going to build around Justin Herbert? I don't trust that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, Greg Roman would not, to me, be the fit for for Herbert, Justin Herbert. Not the guy I would be looking for. Here's Greg Roman's passing offenses as offensive coordinator. Uh, just passing offensive one. Here we go. 29th, 23rd, 30th, 30th, 28th, 30th, 27th, 32nd, 13th, 28th. Those are his passing offenses. Not what I would want with Justin Herbert. All right, Joe has uh, Mike McDonald. By the way, thank goodness... Josh McDaniels is not a head coach anymore. We'd have Josh McDaniels, Mike oh. McDaniels, and Mike McDonald. And he's probably not going to be an offensive coordinator because Belichick didn't get a job. Did you see Steve Belichick is going back to college? No. Where? Yes. As a head coach? No. Oh. Steve Belichick is leaving the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Uh, Here we on, go. Maybe. Washington. Defensive, oh, oh. defensive coordinator. To University of Washington, right? University of Washington. Not, yep. not Washington Commanders, right? No, no, no. Okay. University of Washington. Yep. Yes, there you go. There you go. Going back to college. Hmm. Steve Belichick. Who would have thought neither Belichick, Bill or Steve, would be in the NFL on staff mm-hmm. in 2024 if you'd have asked hey, a year maybe, or two ago? Hey, maybe he can ask Washington if they got a job for Bill. <laughs> hey, can my pops come along with me? He's pretty good. He's got all these rings. Nobody wants to hire him in the NFL. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back and wrap up your Monday on the Extra Point Show. watch any of this stuff this weekend? All-Star, Pro uh, Bowl. I watched pretty much all the skills competition because it was at a golf simulator. It was on. Oh, yeah. So we were watching that. We also did like a draft, all of us that were at the simulator. Okay. Uh, and like whoever had the most points, if you threw bucks down, a few bucks down, winner got whatever. Guess who I picked my first round pick? Wait, what, what are you drafting here? We were drafting guys in the skills competition. Oh, I picked Kucherov, who then proceeded to not try the oh, whole what? thing. Okay, please tell me this, the deal with this. I my timeline oh. is filled with how Kucherov was an embarrassment. He totally he was either what was going on here drinking before maybe I don't I don't even want to put that on him, but he just didn't care. Like the other guys were trying, like hey, like they're skating up and down the ice, like you got to skate to your and Kucherov's just kind of you know moseying through it, and he's kind of. Throws the puck this way, and he's getting booed while this is happening because everyone knows he's not putting any effort in whatsoever. Which at that point, all of the players weren't competing. If you didn't want to do it, you didn't have to do it. But he showed up and decided to put zero effort into the whole thing. I don't. Is there a reason that we know? 
Like, what happened here? I, I don't know. He didn't really explain it. I was wondering, was he doing a protest because Russia is not involved in these tournaments the NHL is announcing? I was the only thing I could think of, but he didn't say that after the game. He was getting booed relentlessly, and he deserved to be. He should not have. It was a total disgrace. Not just because I had him in this little betting game we had, too. Yeah, and we don't know anything about this afterwards. Right? He just, wasn't a, no, he just, got it. he just didn't care. Well, we care. We'll yeah. be back tomorrow enough because we care enough about you. And Sabres Live is up next. Hey, how about that? Sabres are back in action tomorrow night. Sabres Live up next. One Bills Live after that. Uh, Shopin' the Bulldog, of course, coming your way at 3 o'clock. Joe and I will be back here tomorrow at 10. We have Eric Wood lined up for tomorrow. So nice. looking yep. forward to talking to him here on the Extra Point Show. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.